And see, that's why I was saying earlier about the uh, white people right now want to get rid of this, the critical, you know, they, they, the racism stuff in schools and stuff. They, they want to get rid of it because yeah, it's not just white. It's people. not empowering them. It's not just white. People. I know it's not. I know. I know. It's Do I need not. to play the song? Uh, let's play it. <laughs> This is a segment right now that we need to start putting in, bruh. Every single. Show. I was thinking about saying, let's do a segment called Look at the <laughs> because it's still going on to this day. Oh man, I was legit thinking about we should have a segment every show. Every show. <laughs> to episode 16 of the Opinionated Brothers podcast. I, as always, am your host, Travis Porter, and I am joined by my most reliable co-host, DJ. What's going on, everyone? It's your boy, DJ. Man, it's good to be back in the studio. I'm just so happy that we back on board, getting this thing popping and ready to go. P, I missed you, dog. I missed you too, man. It's uh, You're right, it's nothing like doing this. It's uh, very cathartic and very... uh. This feels good. Feels right. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It really does. It feels good. Feels right. And like I said, man, we got a lot to talk about today. Because honestly, a lot. And I do really I really do mean a lot been going so, on. So where do you want to start? <laughs> Let's start with the peaks and valleys. How about that? All right, peaks and valleys. Um you go first. All right. Well, I can honestly say, I'm going to start off with my valleys. I'm going to start off with valleys, and uh, I'm going to start off by saying that uh, these past few months has been a little tough on uh, me and the wife. Uh, June 6th, we lost my father-in-law. Still tough to talk about, no lie. I mean, it was it was rough because he was a good man, and it was somebody that I looked at as a father. Not just a father-in-law. But someone that you know, you'll be proud to say dad. And it was just awesome, man. So uh, that was pretty tough. Not only that, they already had funerals going on that weekend. And we had to push the funeral back to my anniversary. So not only did we bury my father-in-law, we buried him on my anniversary, June 15th, which is pretty rough. I mean, just think about it. Every anniversary, we're going to think about burying my father-in-law. That's going to be the anniversary that we laid my father-in-law to bed. And it was rough. But uh, the peak, though, the peak that comes along with this is that uh, my father-in-law was a saved man. And the funeral, don't get me wrong. Yeah, he got buried on my anniversary, but the home going service, oh my goodness, man. It was it was so awesome. I just I just pray that when I leave, that I can be sent home the same way. It was a party, man. I mean, I I can honestly sit here and say that 
the music, because my father-in-law, he loved music. The music, the sermon, the people getting up speaking. I mean, that's how you want to be. That's how you want to leave a legacy. That's how you want to leave here, man. And and to me, that was a peak. So my peak and valley, they, they, they run together because he was an awesome man in his show. It's showed by the turnout. Like, you really know the type of man that you are when the people that show up to your funeral, every single person that had nothing but good to say about you. Not one hatred feeling. Not one person to say that, oh, he was fake his whole entire life or nothing like that. That was one of the most realest men men I ever met in my life. Like, he didn't care how you felt about it. He was going to tell you how he felt to your face. Because he never was somebody that was going to talk behind your back. Because if he talked behind your back, he'll ask you the same thing that he said behind your back to your face. <laughs> that was him. And um, I'm just happy that I was able to know him. Oh, oh wow. I uh, don't know how to respond to that, man. Um, I'm, I'm always hesitant to respond to those kind of situations because I am blessed and fortunate to still have both of my parents. I've experienced loss on my in-law side and I've seen especially to a woman what losing the father can do and um being a father of a little girl myself is making me just making it all more clear that you, she will always be daddy's little girl that's a fact and, and bro I really appreciate that I really appreciate you sending out your condolences because she was the impediment of basically being a daddy's girl like working on cars with her dad and if he's doing tire work she's doing tire work like she learned everything like if 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 he didn't have his son in there with him she was there so yeah she was a daddy girl all the time. <sighs> i feel for you i feel for your wife but i know i know you're there for you know lighting things up my you know that that was not i was not blessed with that with that gift the uh gift of the handyman <laughs> so unfortunately that won't be my daughter won't be out there with me changing changing oil and everything i changed the tire i changed my wife's car battery yesterday which i wouldn't which i wouldn't plan on doing that's always fun awesome awesome, <laughs> awesome. but you are an it guy though i guess yeah uh so not the not the i'm gonna get to my peaks and valleys mine weren't as nearly as deep as that, but I, I have been, I think I told you about it. I've been wanting to get, learn how to play the bass, mainly so I can play music with my daughter because she's in the piano. My ultimate goal is to learn how to play guitar, but I don't have that coordination yet. So I figured, hey, let's start with the bass. Four strings, not not too many chords. Are there any other bass chords? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's there are chords for bass, I didn't know. It is, but you, but you know what the awesome part about it is? I, I, I'm actually doing the same thing, bro. I have a bass at the house, and I have a guitar. You're learning, or you or you already know you know a little bit. I'm learning. I don't know nothing about it for real. Like I have like the basically the thing that's on the computer to basically showing me, and I'm going through doing it as I go, trying to hit every note they tell me to hit. Oh, that's cool. Uh, my peaks and valleys. I, I guess uh, my peak, man. As I disclosed on the last episode, I I am a first responder. Um, and recently I've been enrolled in the latest paramedic class. I've been in paramedic class since, what was it, September? Last September. The peak is that um, I am, we're finally onto a section that I'm starting to enjoy and somewhat understand. <laughs> um, a valley in that is that 
recently we took a basically a comprehensive course exam based on what we are, what we all learned so far throughout the year. And a student was caught cheating. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah. So what had happened was apparently what had happened was I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> so how the class is basically set up is um, we take all our exams online and we can use our personal computers, personal laptops, whatever we have. We're all in the same room. Someone noticed a student. Uh, they say looking around, typing, and potentially mouthing words to another student. Now, the typing part is unusual because it's a multiple choice. You click a bubble. There shouldn't be any typing. <laughs> so because of that, we all had to take the entire exam on paper again after a week off of class. And the only reason I was privy to this information is because I work in a training division now, and our instructor just happens to also be a coworker. <laughs> so I could hear what was going on <laughs> before, before the rest of the class knew. I, you know, I, I knew who it was. Oh, and oh, yeah, apparently I'm a snitch. You're a snitch? I'm a snitch. How so, did this come about? So the way the class is lined up, this student sits at my 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock. Right. And another student apparently thinks that it was me who let the instructor know that I noticed this person cheating because I quote unquote sit right behind them. What? Yeah. That doesn't even make sense. So basically they saying at that point in time, you signal to the instructor and told him, hey, the person next to him is cheating. Or, or, or are they saying that after the test was over, you did that? It had to have been after the test was over. But the reason I know about this is because the person who said that works with a very good friend of mine. Okay. Fuzzy. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fuzzy Wuzzy. Yeah. So, <laughs> Fuzzy, he's talking to Fuzzy, mm -hmm. not knowing that me and him are pretty close. Right. So, Fuzzy comes to me and tells me, hey, so what's going on with this, this, this? Okay, because this guy says, you know, he thinks it's you. And All I'm, right. And I'm like, no. So, good looking out on Fuzzy. Yeah. Be honestly, I don't care. I actually told my wife, I told my wife the same thing. I said, you know what, I'm just going to play it up. Right. I'm just going to, if I, I'm just going to be like, this middle class, she's like, hey, John, come here, I need to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she told me not to do that, but I'm really thinking about it. Let me tell you something. It's good to know that uh, we have friends who are still friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because honestly, me personally, I don't know if I could have not just approached the person and been like, dude, why are you putting my name out here like that I'm a snitch? Do you understand what that type of, you know, label carry around here? Especially in the business that, you know, that we're in. Well, we're, we, we came from the same, same, same agency, so. Right, we did. We did. Um, yeah, I forgot what I was going to say, but it, it, I didn't even care, to be honest with you. Honestly. Because, I mean, did it piss me off? Yeah, a little bit. Of course. Um, did it have something to do with the fact that I've been training? Probably. If I hadn't, if I had not been training, that probably wouldn't happen. But it's just like you know, whatever, man. It's just and and the biggest thing about it is that's what you're supposed to do. It's called academic integrity. It is. You, any college class you take, they you sign a little note at the beginning. Academic integrity. That's the biggest thing they talk about. Right. See somebody cheating, you're supposed to say something. You're supposed to. 
But at the same time, I don't think you did. I didn't. And like I said, because during the, you know, there's always an internal investigation of the agency with this kind of stuff. And when he told the uh, person investigating the incident said, this is what this student saw. Did you see anything like that? I said, honestly, I had no idea. I wasn't even paying attention to that person. I'm too busy focused on my test, <laughs> to be honest with you. So, I mean, that's, that, that, that goes to show you that people really think that uh, they're really that popular or, or, or they're that self-centered to think that, oh, he's trying to block me, he's trying to hate on me. But at the same time, it's like, dude, I really need to focus on this because I don't really know this like, 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 like everybody else. So I'm spending all my time trying to take this test. I don't care about what you're doing. Yeah, but uh, like I said, no, not too severe or too heavy, but that was essentially my peaks and valleys, and which is, again, I guess it's not really a bad thing because it's, I mean, <laughs> we go through, you know, we go through cycles, coming, going into something, coming out of something, or what is it, in something currently, and Right now, while everything is, I don't want to say going easy, but you know where everything is kind of nice and calm, I'm just going to enjoy it, man. Bro, we got one life. You better enjoy it. Because if you don't enjoy it, guess what? Life going to pass you by, and you're going to be standing on that treadmill of life, or it's like some people say, that hamster wheel. Just standing in the same place because you focused on what's around you instead of what's in front of you. You know what I mean? You ain't even supposed to be focused on what's behind you. You're supposed to be focused on what's ahead. That's the only way to keep moving. shouldn't look back but uh we gotta look back something kind of big happened june 19th juneteenth became an official holiday right it did already knowing the answer what do you think about that (laughs) (laughs) to be honest with you like i said I'm, i'm i'm happy that they finally made it a holiday but at the same time though what i don't like about it is that they're passing it off like okay now black people be quiet we did something for you. I mean, truly and honestly, to me, that's not enough. That's not enough. Cause that's not that's 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 not what we're just asking for. We asking for more than that. I mean, we still got brothers dying in the streets every day. Brothers and sisters dying in the street every single day. And it, and to me, I'm sitting there like, you passing bills for everybody but us. Okay, you gave us a holiday. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, you gave us Martin Luther King Day also. And brothers and sisters still dying in the streets. So yeah, honestly, I've been I've been waiting to talk about this because at the same time, like I said, enough is enough. And me personally, you know how I feel. You know how I feel. I'm for the people. I'm for me too. Because you gotta understand, when we gone, 
this stuff's still going to be going on. I mean, give us a bill too. You giving it to everybody but us. You giving it to people who are just being talked about. We can gun down in the streets. That's that. That's how I feel about it. But like I said, I'm, I'm happy. We, I'm happy they finally did it. But it should have been done a long time ago. To be honest, how you feel? So there's a lot of this. Um, I've probably told you in person. I don't know if I've ever seen on the show. I watched Roland Martin. Listen to Roland Martin. Right. His audio show. Or his, his YouTube show. Uh, another podcast I listen to is uh, Benjamin Dixon. Mm-hmm. They both had a gentleman named Carl Mack. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is a little bit more, not necessarily about my personal feelings about June 19th. I'll get into that later. June 19th is, it's been, it's been a holiday in Texas since 1980, I yeah, believe. it has. Uh, Carl Mack, Dr. Carl Mack, I believe he is. I could be mistaken. I'll find out. Um, he has done his research. I will link. I will put the link to this episode I'm talking about in particular of the Roland Martin Unfiltered and the Benjamin Dixon show in the show notes. He so the last slaves weren't feet on June 19th, basically, right. 1865. Um, when Texas was told that slavery is over, there were still 225,000 slaves in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. Slavery was not officially ended until December 6th. 1865, mm-hmm. when the state of Georgia, <laughs> good old Georgia, oh yeah, uh, ratified the 13th Amendment. They became, they pushed basically the majority, of, they got the majority of states to ratify the 13th Amendment. I think Georgia was a 27th state, and that's what needed to make the 13th Amendment. Right. I think. So his thing is, I'm happy about June 19th, Juneteenth, but that's not when we, we can't celebrate we can't celebrate the freeing of slaves when we still had slaves right on June 19th right that's his name something else he mentioned on Benjamin Dixon's show and this is this brother who you gotta listen to this you might like it. it's a long show right but you gotta like it you gotta listen to it he talked about a little bit about reparations mm-hmm. there is a formula that I won't go into but basically based on what Mississippi the Articles of Secession, right? Based on what they said, he figured out the dollar amount that should be owed to owed to Black America, right? Just from the state of Mississippi, right? Right. In the Articles of Secession, uh, I think it said that Mississippi will lose four trillions of dollars mm-hmm. if slavery was ended. Mm. Think about that money. Oh yeah, back then. Back then. <laughs> back then. Yeah, back then. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Back then. So it's an interesting show. Uh, he's an interesting guy. He's a very, very smart guy. But I, uh, I will encourage you all to send that to you and put it in the show notes. I will encourage you all to take a listen to that. Okay. How I feel about Juneteenth, personally, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. It's, not what we, it's not what we asked for. No. It's not going to change no. anything. No. But somehow I think it's still important. That make any sense? It makes sense. But when you say, okay, what's the value in it? Like, like I don't want. So, okay, I just, it's like when people, I asked my wife a while ago, why do people get so happy when their kids graduate high school? Right. 
I understand as a milestone thing, it's great, but I'm, I'm happy that you did it, but mm -hmm. I expected you to. Right, right. So I'm not going to be overly excited. And that's it. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, it's like, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy Juneteenth is a holiday, but it should be. It should be. <laughs> it should be. Yeah. What's the 4th of July? Man, for me, to be honest with you, for me, it's the time to barbecue and watch fireworks. It is, but. And my daughter likes fireworks. What's too. the meaning of the 4th of July? It's supposed to be when America, uh, Declaration of Independence, all that crap, when we got our independence finally. Independence from what? Uh, well, it's when. <laughs> the. the, the the non-black people were independent from the rule of Great Britain. From Great Britain, right? Yeah. But we're still paying the queen. Are we? Oh, yes. Oh, nice. Look it up. The government, the United States government, is still paying the queen till to this day. But we're free from them. Right? We're free from them, but we're still paying them. So, United States owe reparations to them? I mean... We're paying everybody but the ones who actually lived here. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just being honest with you. I mean, black Americans, we, we, we're, we're from here. Yeah. This is us. So basically, I'm sitting here like, when will we get out just do? And when will we stop whitewashing history? Hate to change the subject, but that's what it, that's that's what that's what's going on. No, that's fine. And you change the subject. I'm I'm listening to you. But I'm looking at my phone because a friend sent me like a meme. Right. Uh, you said declaration. You said uh, talking about the Queen of England. <laughs> Remember, in 36 years, Harry's American-born child will be able to run for president. Way to play the long game, King George the Third. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Trust me. Everything is done strategically, and we don't see it. We're the only ones that don't see it. And we do see it, we really ain't got a voice to speak on it. Because when we do speak on it, they say, shut your mouth. Ah, oh, get over it. Move on. You know, how long, you know how long ago slavery was? Hey, man, we had white people picking cotton. I don't know where this, I don't know who credited it, who, who I can credit this to, but I heard that slavery was only your great-grandmother. Hmm. Like two 70-year-old women. Right. That's when slavery ended. <laughs> right. Right. Seriously. Yeah. And think about it like this. Even when slavery ended, think about how long racism has been going on since then. Oh, yeah. It's still here. It's still here. Systematically, in front of your face, it don't even matter what it is. It's still here. Yeah. I mean, it's a shame that there's, like, there's no kind of critical thinking theory Hmm. That we can talk about to teach that kind of thing, right? <laughs> I see where you're going. <laughs> I see where you're going. Go ahead. So, right after, not necessarily right after, but about around the same time, they said, "Here, here's Juneteenth. You guys can have it." The Republicans, mm -hmm. mostly, exclusively, pretty much, right? Um, don't want to. They, they think critical race theory should not be taught in schools. Mm -hmm. One, it's not taught in schools. Two, they don't even know what critical race theory is. Facts. I've uh, I've seen a couple of Twitter videos of Mark Lamont Hill, mm -hmm. um, the better Van Jones. Right. I know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, me and Van are kind of. I think Van is like that with everybody right now. Yeah. Um, he had a couple people on his show on Black News Channel. Mm -hmm. um, 
to talk about critical race theory. Right. Several times he's said, okay, that's fine. What is it? Right. And no one could give him an answer. Can you? No one can give him an answer. Can you? In my just uneducated layman's view of critical race theory, it's basically saying, hey, America done some racist shit in the past. Right. We need to talk about it and see how it's how and if it's still affecting us today. Mm -hmm. In a nutshell, that's what I think critical race theory is. I mean, it is. But the thing is, though, they're saying that what? We shouldn't talk about that in, in school? Well, from the Encyclopedia of Race, Ethnicity, and Society, critical race theory is an academic movement of civil rights scholars and activists in the United States who seek to, seek to critically examine U.S. law as it intersects with issues of race in the U.S. and to challenge mainstream American liberal approaches to racial justice. Well, I'm going to ask you a question, and this might get us banned from even having a podcast, but uh, so should we stop talking about the Holocaust and Anne Frank? Well, see, I see your question. I mean, mm -hmm. I, see, I see what you're asking, but that's not what the opponents are saying critical race theory is. Okay, okay, okay. They're saying that, hey, white people are evil and there's nothing we can do about it. That's what they think critical race theory is. That's not what everybody is saying. Do you no, think? That's the, that's what they're saying. Okay, that's what they're saying. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I have, to be honest with you, I had some audio clips I was going to play, mm -hmm. but uh, I'm, no, I don't want to hear those voices. I don't want to hear it anymore. So. I understand. I'm sorry. I heard I Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz sounds like Ben Shapiro hit puberty. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, that's funny. But yeah, that's funny. Um, I don't know, man. It's like they, they took a Carlson. God, I'm sorry. I don't like the curse. Right. Sometimes it's very cathartic. Right. Fuck Tucker Cruz. <laughs> Tucker Carlson, whatever his name. You know what, Tucker Cruz? I just put them both together. Put them both together. Fuck them both. They're one person. <laughs> no, but seriously, man, because uh, they he knows, especially him, he knows what he's doing. Mm -hmm. He doesn't care how it's affecting people. All he cares about is his freaking bottom bottom line. That's true. Money. He cares about fans. He just wants to get people all riled up because he know he knows he's gonna be fine. Fine. You know, if there's some kind of freaking purge that happens in the world, oh, he'll be fine. He doesn't care. He just <sighs> a lot of them be fine. But they set themselves up to be fine. Yeah. And the thing is, though, man, like I said, to me, I just feel like. To me, it's another whitewashing of history. They want to stop basically this depiction. They they feel like that we're showing of their race, but it's a fact. It's nothing that's made up. It's nothing that's phony. Everything that is being said is factual. Right. And the thing is, they they don't want to talk about it no more because now that they're getting older, their kids are like, "Mom, Dad, did this really go on? Like, this really happened? Like, we really did this?" It's not as bad as what you is is what they're saying. They're just they're just making us out to be devils. And that's that's so crazy because what happened? What instantly went to in my mind as a parent, it's like no, we didn't do anything, but this is what happened back in the day. Right. People before us did this, this, and this. Right now, we're trying to do better. We're trying to make up for that. But see, but that see, that's what goes on in my mind to say to my child. That's what we would say. <laughs> but the thing is, though, you got to understand that they take on the burden, the burdens of their ancestors. They take that on because it's to the point where it's like, we're always going to be looked at this way. There's no changing it. The only way we can change it is not talk about it anymore. No. How, how, many, how many marriages no. end because of that? Thank you. That's what I'm saying. You can't even go sit down with a psychiatrist and tell them, I just don't want to talk about it no more. I'm just going to put it in the back of my mind and forget about it. 
How you gonna do that? You can't, it will, you will never be able to forget about You it. will never be able to forget about Both it. of us, I'm sure, speak from experience, you will never be able to get about those kind of problems. The only way to fix the problem is to address, address it. Address it. Look it dead in its face. To address it. Yep. That's the only way you can fix it. Because it's a personal choice to change. You gotta wanna do that. Mm -hmm. Not only do you gotta wanna do that, you actually gotta do certain things to fix it. Okay, I messed up. My, my, my granddaddy, my great-great-granddaddy, my great-great-grandmother and great-grandfather, they messed up. How can we fix it? How can we make your life better? Because history has shown that we have intentionally did things. You had people who had houses for 40 years and didn't even pay it off. For 40 years. When they died, they lost the property. And the same people who owned the property... All they did was sell it again. Mm -hmm. Redlining. All this. You got to understand, man. Everything has been done systematically to affect us. You know? And, and the thing is, like I said, all this stuff just can't be erased. We can't just stop talking about it. But see, that's what they want. They want, they, they want your children to be dumbed down to the fact. They want your children to feel like this is your friend. And don't get me wrong. I have a lot of great white counterparts. And a lot of people be like, he said white on the radio. Yeah, because that's the race. When you go and you look at uh, any application, it said, what is your ethnicity? White, black, <laughs> Hispanic. So, yeah, I said white. But at the same time, you got to understand that, don't get me wrong, I, I, I don't feel like all white people are bad. But I do feel like all white people use their whiteness to progress in life. Whether they know it or not. Whether they know it or not. Whether they know it or not. Because sometimes you can go in and play on that part. If it's three black guys and you, and the guy that you're trying to get the job with is white, you're going to play on that part. Because you want the job just like they do. Yep. And if he feel like, I trust you more than I trust them, because of that, you're not going to turn the job down, are you? You're going to accept it. And it's going to start from there. Because you're going to learn like, hey, hey, it's benefits to this thing. And it's going to make you feel more empowered now. See, people don't look at it like that. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 know, I know we're talking about the, the school system and everything else, but all that plays a factor. All of it plays a factor because they want you to forget about this. And it goes on every single day. How can you forget about something that's happening every single day and it's still happening right now in 2021? In 2021. When did you say slavery ended? 1865 is when the 13th, well... <laughs> so the 13th Amendment was, a rat, was ratified in 1865 when the 27th state out of, I think, 31 or however many at the time ratified it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, 1865. 1865. Funny, uh, so just FYI, uh, Mississippi didn't ratify it until like 2013. 2013. <laughs> 2013. 2013. Hey, better late than never, right? 2013. Oh, Mississippi. The thing about it, though, man, think about it like this. This is stuff that is happening. In the United States of America. Now, this is supposed to be an across-the-board thing, right? But we still have one state. 2013? Did you just say 2013? I'm double-checking it. But it was it was in, it was in 2013 to 2003. It's 2000. That's when, yeah. It's still 2000. <laughs> that's when Mississippi became the final, the 50th state to ratify. You just spoke on 1865. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about 2000s. So basically what I'm saying is, how can you forget about something... 
that's still going on to this day. To this day. So, me personally, man, I'm all for the children still learning. Because they're really not even learning anything, really. Even in school. When it comes to racism and everything that's been done to black Americans. They only go so far. So, Mississippi... They ratified it March 16, 1995. It was certified on February 7, 2013. <laughs> it was certified. So I guess they signed it in 1995, and it, w- it was on the backlog uh-huh. <laughs> in 2013. That's when they finally said, okay, cool. Oh, so 1995 was on the backlog to 2013. That's what, that's what I'm reading. Wow. It was ratified March 16, 1995, and certified this February 7, 2013. Let me ask you another question. Did you hear this thing about going on in the um, the Senate where they was basically trying to erase any popular black woman or any woman in U.S. history and, and um, black figures out of anything they basically ever did? I didn't hear about that. Oh, my goodness. I got to look this up and I, I got to find it for you because when I sat there and, and, and the white guy who was up there who was talking to the Senate and they was talking to them about it like, can you explain an article like 431 or something like this? Is this not what it's read? The guy was trying to go all around the world with it. He was That's like, what they do. We, he said, He said, no, just answer the question. It's either yes or it's no. He said, from this paperwork, yes. Dude. So basically, you're trying to whitewash again. You're trying to erase basically any accomplishment that a black man had and replace it with somebody who was white. That's crazy. Black man or black woman? You said black woman. Both. Both. So just black people in general. Black people and women. Black people and women. Yeah. All women. Yes. Oh, so they really trying to yes. say this country is. For, I mean, we already knew. Mm-hmm. Most of us already knew. It's no secret. But they really just trying to say, like, look, if you ain't white and straight and Christian, this country ain't for you. Right. I'm, so they so they just going all in right now. All in. <laughs> all in. And see, that's why I was saying earlier about. The uh, white people right now want to get rid of this, the critical, you know, they, they, the racism stuff in schools and stuff. They, they want to get rid of it because yeah, it's not just white. It's people. not empowering them. It's not just white people. I know it's not. I know. I know. It's Do I need not. to play the song? Uh, let's play. <laughs> segment right now that we need to start putting in Bruh, every single show. I was thinking about saying let's do a segment called <laughs> Look at the <laughs> Because it's still going on to this day. Oh man, I was legit thinking about we should have a segment every show called Every <laughs> show. You gotta play it at least every show because it's something that's happening every single day. Oh, Jesus. Every single day. So I just looked up everybody's favorite Candace Owens. Uh-huh. Well, I knew she said this about uh, Juneteenth, but you know when you look her up, she says she's an American author. Right. Ugh, right. Almighty. When did she become an author? Uh, I don't know. She wrote a book. I guess if you write a book, if you publish a book, that makes you an author. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to find the exact quote, but she has something to say about Juneteenth. She always got something to say anything about her people. Miss Candace Owens. Don't get me wrong, I mean, everybody has an opinion. That's why we got this show. We don't step on nobody's opinion. That's your opinion. But when we speaking on facts, facts are the facts. 
Forget your opinion when it comes to facts. <laughs> All right, it's, yeah, it's too. I thought I screenshot. It's not. It's too much work. You can, if you want to find it, go find out what she said about Juneteenth. But it's, yeah. it's it's not shocking. Yeah, I'm not surprised at anything she do anymore. To be honest, I mean, but hey. music sensation Lil Nas X right <laughs> right he's he, he's uh started up quite the controversy the past couple months since the beginning well true <laughs> but go ahead um his his track Montero let's start with that one right call me by your name mm-hmm. this is why I get so angry with Tim mm-hmm. because he said he had a lot to say about this right I don't know if he meant the video or the subsequent release of the devil shoe. <laughs> right, right. I'm thinking it's more so about the shoe based on his, um, what he's into, shoe design and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, he, he's, he's a shoe guy. But whenever we, we'll get his opinion whenever he gets, whenever he right. gets back with us. Um, what do you think about the song and the video in general? Hmm. I'm going to tell you this. Imagery. Not, okay, the song is different because... Not to cut you off, but a lot of times music videos have a story to go with the song. Right. I think this is just him being this the the song and the video don't correlate to me. The the, the song doesn't tell the story that the video is saying. To me, that's it's just why an that, that, that 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 was the point I was going to drive home because imagery is everything. Mm-hmm. And I feel like from day one he's been an agenda pusher. Period. And. I feel like when you're losing that stardom, that that light, a little bit, you got to apply the pressure. Even if, even no matter no matter about who you heard in the process, and I I, I feel like everything now when you do a video anyway, it's all about the imagery. Mm-hmm. It's it's really not about the song because either the song is hot or it's not. But a video, a video can either make the song better or it can make it worse. And I feel like this this video was basically just to push an image, a push an agenda, you know. And um, people always say, you know, everyone want to bash the gay community and this, this, and that. But me personally, I don't feel like people want to bash it. It's when you put it out there like you putting it out there. This man is giving the devil a lap dance in the video. I mean, what are you saying about that? Who are you attacking? Christians? Are you basically saying, you know, this is this is what you guys are labeling me as, and so I'm going to show you what I'll do with the devil? Since I'm going to hell anyway, it, or that, like, like basically saying that's what Christians believe or something, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. everything that, he's, that, that he do is, is, is all about the imagery. 
And, and me personally, I'm like, it's not like Old Town Road. That right. video actually went with the song. This one right here was totally different. It, it's like, it was his coming out party video, but at the same time, look at what you're out here putting for the kids to see and all that type of stuff. I mean, certain things I feel like should not be shown or put out there like that. So it's funny you mentioned that. Um, I can't remember who it was, but somebody on Twitter mentioned that same exact thing about the kids or whatever. And he said something about uh, Old Tyro literally being about infidelity and doing drugs. <laughs> Why would you want your kids to listen to me? That's what he said. And I, and I, had, to do, I, had, I had to do a double take because my daughter loves Old Tyro. I'm like, hold up. He did say that. Hold on a second. But, but see, that's why they always say, be careful what you let your kids listen to mm-hmm. and what they see. Because the messages that are being implanted into their brains, it's crazy. Yeah. Well, she's, we, never, and, and, huh? she's never seen a video. I know, so. I know. <laughs> but, some, but some people will sit here and say, oh, he's a conspiracy theory. No, that's facts. That's facts. You got to understand, children, minds can be manipulated at a young age. And they can feel, you know. I said something similar about Nicki Minaj for years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, I said to my wife, I wish you, her image wasn't so sexualized mm-hmm. because little girls love her. Well, back do. then they did. Back yeah. the um, what was it, Super Bass? Mm-hmm. That that era, Nicki Minaj, Starships. Right, right, right. Little kids love those songs. But they do. I just well, wanted to say that. That just came to my mind. So if that song, if you never, well, not even that song, if that video wasn't what it was, you think you'd feel the same? Hmm. Well, you think- I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I feel like some people do certain things so they won't fall off. And me personally, I never ever got that he was uh, gay. Mm-hmm. Because when he came out old, 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 old Town Road, he was not even giving out that type of vibe. Right. He was just saying he was a rapper. He was this, he was that, he was that. Don't get me wrong. If he came out and he was just saying, I'm, I'm gay, this, this, and that, and this, this is how I feel, like somebody like Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean, yeah, at one point in time, we were thinking he was singing about women. But if you go back and listen to his lyrics, you knew he was talking about a man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, that don't take away from his talent because he's an awesome talent. I listen to Frank. Anything Frank Ocean drop, I'm, like, I'm going to listen to it. You know? He's, he's just a beast like that to me. And um, but the thing is though, what I'm saying is, I think some people ride that wave just to stay hot, and that's what I feel about him. And and like I said, I think he do things just to stay relevant. I don't even think he even feel that way about certain. Come on, bro, you did a whole entire video about giving the devil a lap dance, and you drop a shoe with real people blood in it mixed with water. What are you pushing? What narrative? What, what, what narrative are you pushing? Are, are, are you putting out here? You know what I'm saying? You gotta understand. You you got a population out here of kids who are gonna follow everything that you do because they love the old town road. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna just follow anything that you say and do. And you pushing the imagery of the devil. Then you drop shoes with six 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 all over it. It's, it. What are you pushing? What is it? What are you trying to drive home? You get where I'm coming from? Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you feel about it? Well, this may just be me, you know, playing devil's advocate, excuse the term, considering what we're talking about. Right, right, right. <laughs> but based on the story 
apparently what I've what he's been going through. I think it was his coming out party. Mm-hmm. I think the video and the shoe was like I, like the gesture I did with Vince McMahon. Right, right, right. <laughs> to everybody who's saying, like you said, this is hey, this is what y'all thinking me. So why not I'm take on gonna, the road? I'm just gonna yeah. Okay. I'm gonna do the whole thing. Um I'm be honest with you, I didn't listen to the song until I saw him on the finale finale of Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. Um, SNL they have two they have two performances. Mm-hmm. One the Miller Show, they went in. He performed he performed Montero first. I really wasn't paying attention. But the last uh, his last performance, who I guess was a new single that he just released that same day called "Sun Goes Down." Mm-hmm. You heard that one? No. I haven't. Listen to that song. It's essentially we talking about you. You want to talk about a song and a video telling the story going together? To me, that is a perfect example. That is a song that talks to his his teenage self. Hmm. Because, and I think he wrote a letter, something about he wrote a letter to himself on Twitter or something like that. Right. Just put it online. What what gets me so what gets me most about music? I think I talked talk about this on like one of the first episodes. The reason right. I don't like a lot of rap music today because it's not talking about nothing. Right, right. I understand. If you're talking about something, if I can feel what you're saying, right. I'm gonna like that song. Of course. I love the sun goes down. Really? Yes. Okay. You need an instant ease from your life where you got plenty of every hurt and heartbreak. You just take it all to the face. I know that you want to cry, but it's much more to life than dying over your past mistakes and people who do dirt on your name. Since then, I've been feeling lonely. All right, so we just had a live viewing of Sun Goes Down premiere for DJ. First time hearing the song, first time seeing the video. Yeah. Live reactions. I like the song. I really like the song. But I don't feel he wrote it. You don't think so? I feel like this was a uh, image cleaner. After basically dropping something like the 666 and you know the video that he did for the Montero thing I really feel like this is something to clean up the image just a little bit and to basically for the people to have a little sympathy on because of what you've been going through and what you've been internalizing Hmm. this is the psychiatrist side of DJ right now (laughs) but uh (laughs) But honestly, I, I really do feel like that was an uh, image cleaner because it brings people in back in like you. Well, I wasn't one of these people all up in arms. You wasn't all up Montero. in arms. But uh, what did you feel about seeing the imagery that he put out there from oh, that video, uh, the first one? Okay, that's a little messed up. I probably won't watch that again. But <laughs> probably won't watch that again, right? Yeah. But after seeing this video and hearing this song, what do you think about him? About him or about the song? About the song. I think this song is great. I mean, think about why it touched me so much mm-hmm. and why I like it so much. Right. Because it mostly has to do with the lyrics combined with the video. Right. So if you haven't seen the video, the part, there's there's a shot in there where he's, I guess, at his prom. Right. In a gym. I don't know what school has their prom in a at gym. gym <laughs> Where's well, he just from? Just a perfect vibe, perfect feel. Yeah. Um, Iowa, maybe. But yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's in the bathroom and he's crying. And... He looks in the mirror, washes tears away, and he sees his future self basically singing to him and puts his hand on his shoulder, basically saying, you got this, 
man, come on, let's go, walk some out. And then he starts enjoying himself at the prom. Right. To me, I don't think that's what happened. I think that's him looking back saying what he wishes. If he could go back and take it and talk to himself, right. that's what he would change. Right. To me, that's, that's what the video was saying. Of course. I, I, believe, I believe that. Go ahead. I don't know. I guess that just touched me so much because not for different reasons, but we, I think everybody's been at that, some, at that place at some point, mm-hmm. especially in high school. Of course. You know, we're, we, we all go through that phase. Of course. Some of, us more, some of us more than others. Of course. And you just have to look. If you just, if you, to me, my, one of my biggest evaluators of whether I'm happy with, with where my life is, if I can go look back at my past self, especially mm-hmm. at a hard time when it was being bad, right. like, man, you're going to be good, trust me. Right. That's what that was saying to me. That's why that part touched me so much. Of course. And and look, the song did exactly what it was supposed to do. Change the image that's already been put out there. Because the first video was the middle finger to everybody. This is what you want me to be. So this is who I'm going to be. I'm going to just make you feel some type of way every time you see me. Everything that come out of my mouth, I don't care if you like it. It's going to be somewhat disrespectful. Because that's how you're doing me, right? Mm-hmm. What better way to fix that than to make a guy go back, internalize something that was hard for anyone to do, and to go back and show everybody, this is what I've been going through. This is what I've been internalizing. So for you to attack me the way you attacked me, I reacted the way I reacted because of this. Now, have sympathy on me because of this. Forget about everything else. Forget about me saying that I'm going to push the image of the devil. Forget about me basically saying that I'm a satanic worshiper. Forget all that and look at the reason of why. To me, I feel like that was an image cleaner. Because the first thing I hit you with, the rawest thing I had on my album, even though it wasn't the rawest thing, but the video in itself is going to be the rawest video you ever see from. Yeah. Even though, even in, in this video that I just saw, He's still showing you the the dead eyes. Mm. You know, the guy who walked around got the dead eyes. Basically, you know, it's still somewhat satanic a little bit. But at the same time, no, that's still Nas X being Nas X. To the point of, I'm going to clean it up a little bit, but I'm still going to be me. You know, this is how I feel. This is what I think. So I'm going to give you the dead eyes anyway. Even though it really had no place. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, what is, he, is he saying he's the watcher or something? I don't know. The time traveler? I don't know. But, like but I, say, I think that was, again, part of the imagery of him back then embracing who he's going to be. Okay. Or who, that's what I think. But he sti- it still was a great video. It was a great video, great song. I mean. So what if it was released in reverse order? Uh, this video right here would. The, that video, the first video, wouldn't even matter. Montero wouldn't matter or Sun Goes Down wouldn't matter? Montero wouldn't matter. If he released Sun, Sun Goes Down first? Mm-hmm. That's a, a hook, line, and sinker song right there. So, you... not to cut you off, but I had a revelation about my musical taste. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember when we said that sports fans nowadays are more so fans of teams? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, players versus players, teams? Players versus teams. I'm a fan more so of songs than artists. When you say songs, do you are you, are you saying certain types of song i might not ever listen to another little nas x song besides that one 
Oh, okay. So you saying, but that song right there, yeah, it got you, yeah, and that's yours. Yep. Like if you had a playlist that was on, that would be on there. Yeah, of course. I, I understand what you're saying. And the thing is, that's what I'm saying. That's why I said if that song was dropped first, Montero and the video imagery probably won't even matter. Now, don't get me wrong. A lot of people, a lot of don't get me wrong. A lot of people would would say uh, the whole imagery thing. It still was. It still would affect some people. But because of that song right there, the sun go down. Mm-hmm. It changes a lot how you look at them. You know, it does because it make you want to sympathize for them a little bit. Because it make you want to look back at anybody who never went through anything, feeling alone, feeling down, feeling feeling like life would never ever change for them, and they're gonna always go through. And for him to overcome and be who he is now. He's like he's basically giving hope to someone who's going through the same thing in school right now. Basically saying, "Get through this phase, so you can be who you want to be. If you can't be who you want to be right now, later on down in life you can be." And like I said, it's a great video. It's a great song. It, it everything that you wanted to portray it did. Kudos to him and his team. Hey, that hook line and sinker me. I like the song. And I thought about that too. I'm like, man, if he if he wrote this and did his music. If he keep this up, he might be, I'm not going to say GOAT, but he might be legit. He might be a player down he, the line, if he, that was all. I mean, could, I know he, he had help, obviously. but Of course, but, th- but think about it like this, though. From Old Town Road to that, is that even the same guy? To me, it's like, hit me, baby, one more time, up to Womanizer. Mm-hmm. Maybe in a much shorter I, time frame. I got you, yeah. But uh, see, that, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, like this this this, this, this isn't. A, I'm like a bird to promiscuous girl. That's not to me. That's not. It's that's not. not what this is to me. It's not. Not to me. Because how old was Nelly Furtado? You know, between those two. What do you mean? Like, how long was it? Yeah. It was a couple of years, I think. But but what I'm saying is, isn't that like a full 360? Not when you look at what Old Town Road was. Because he said he wrote it. He just wrote it as a joke playing Red Dead Redemption, right? Uh-huh. He wasn't trying to be serious. He right. just wrote some song. Right. And I guess he got lucky, or maybe it was part of the plan. Who knows? But now he can uh, do this. I don't know. Maybe. I, 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 don't, maybe. I don't know enough about the music industry. No, no, what, you, what you're saying, what you're saying, hey, maybe that's what it is. Everyone wish they can go back to their old self mm-hmm. and tell them that it's going to be okay. Look. If you want to change anything, be real at all times. Just be you. Everybody wish they could do that. But that's what a video is supposed to do. Even Montero was his coming out party. Why not give everybody the whole background of the song? Because you were basically saying that was your, about your first love, right? Like, say my name. Say his name or whatever. And that's Montero. He said the name of the guy, basically. And, and the thing is, is basically saying, like, well, give the whole imagery. What was all that? You feel what I'm saying? Like... So what if he, and then this is purely speculative, but what if he had like an A video and a B video? Nah. <laughs> nah. Like this is the real video, and then this is the video, I'm going to release with my devil shoes. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I, I, I really didn't even understand that, because I'm sitting there like, these Air Maxes is already coming out. I think it was a I troll. I got a pair of, not, not the devil shoes, but I got a pair the of. The Jesus ones. 
Huh? I hate to call him Jesus. I heard somebody else call him the Jesus version. They're like white and blue or something like no, that. No, 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 no. I, oh, I, have, okay. I have the of the pair of the, the red and black, but it don't have the blood in them. Yeah. Like the real shoe that was supposed to come out. He just took their shoe and just put blood in them and said it was a... You know he got sued for that, I think, or something? Of course. Cease they, and desist. They, 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 hey, they stopped that. Because Nike, Nike had nothing to do with it. Nike apparently. was like, what is this? <laughs> You're basically I, 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 reselling I, I, my shoe. Yeah, and I, I don't think it was... So much to satanic imagery was just like, hey, you ain't give us permission to use yeah, that shit. You didn't give us permission, but then at the same time, it's like, dude, you got people blood in a shoe with six 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 all over it. It's like, what are you doing, Nike? If Nike would have let that go on, people would have even looked at Nike different. Yeah, well, I agree with that. You know what I'm saying? I definitely agree with that. So, yeah. But like I said, kudos to him, man. Continue to be yourself. Continue to do whatever you need to do out here. I mean, but at the same time, though, I feel like. If you're gonna be you, be you. Don't be an agenda pusher, though. That's the only thing I. That's that's what I don't like. Because when when I, when I feel like you're trying to push something, you're not really being your true self. You're doing somebody else's work. You know. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel. But that's just my opinion. This just came across my mind looking on the internet. Future. Um. Well, where to start with future? Six kids, mm-hmm. six different women. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he had that song, "Tell Steve Harvey I Don't Want Her." Oh yeah, oh talking about about Steve Harvey's daughter. Yeah, right. She done moved on, right? Yeah. Does anybody think? Like, who asked if, what's he talking about? Basically, <laughs> basically, what he's saying, I, I I, understand where he's coming from because she actually wanted to be with Future. Her dad never liked the relationship. Okay. He never liked the relationship. So, Future is basically saying, like, you know, dude, I don't want your daughter. Like, Everybody still want to slander me in these streets and my name in these streets. I do what I do. You know what I mean? And basically, it's that she didn't drop me, I dropped her. So, quit putting out the imagery like she moved on from me when I moved on from her a long time ago. You feel uh, what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I she guess. She's still holding on. I mean, that's fine, but I guess I'm just the kind of guy that's like, okay. I, I understand what you're saying, bro. But see, but see, you coming from a dad girl perspective. Not even, maybe, I don't know, not even that, because yes, I wasn't even are. thinking about that. Yes, you are. I mean, not <laughs> not consciously. Cause I know, it's I like, know, I know what you're saying. But I get you, though. I get you, though. If I, if I never liked her to begin with, mm-hmm. then I'm not going to, I mean, I don't know. No, no, I, I, he didn't say he never liked her. He never said that. He just said, he basically saying, I don't want her. Stop bringing me up when it comes to her. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I don't want her. I've moved on a long time ago. If everybody's still comparing me to to Mr. Jordan, why? Like, I don't want her. Tell your daddy I don't want her. <laughs> like, that's, you, I'm, I'm just basically, that's, that's basically what he's saying, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, he got, like you said, six baby mom. I mean, I mean, he had... Sierra. Sierra. One of the coldest girls in the game. You can say whatever you want to say. But Sierra always been top tier. 
she's cold. Everything. You know what I mean? I kind of understand where you're coming from. But then again, I understand, like, basically, like, how everybody can look at it and say, it's really not even important why he even dropped the song. Yeah. I guess he just wanted to get it off his chest and, and just feel like, okay, we all hearing the slander on, on Future. Let me go ahead and tell you the real side. I don't want you. I dropped you. People feeling got hurt. But blame your daddy. Tell your daddy I don't want him. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but <laughs> but just being honest, man, Future, you know, he's a hood cat, you know, from the hood. And Future, one of them guys who basically like, man, I got it out the mud. I am going to be who I am. You know what I'm saying? You can say whatever you want to say about me. It ain't like I'm hiding nothing. My whole life is out in the open. But the one who's gonna hide something is Miss Harvey. So you don't want your you don't want your whole business out there in the open. He don't mind his business being out there. How's he losing? It ain't it ain't like Energizer or or, or NBA gonna drop him. Cause he ain't with neither one. So he's like, what's gonna hurt me? I make all my money on show money. I make all my money making music. If you really want to go to war with me, that's your loss. Because you already know I got six kids with six different women. What else? What else? What else can you put me out there as a a, a bad guy? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. People uh. People slam on him for having that many women. Yeah. Kids that many women. Yeah. Any difference between him and Nick Cannon? You know what? My wife had put me on. It's so funny that she brought up Nick Cannon because my wife was telling me, like, oh, he got another girl pregnant now. This is a different woman. This is a, a wild now girl, right? I was like, no, last I heard, that, you know, he was married. You know, that was his wife or this, this, and that. And he just had twins with her. And he, she was like, no, this is a different woman. Different woman. Um, look, there's six different, you know, like, maternal pictures of different women. I said, Wow, it blew my mind last night. Blew my mind. It really did because I was like, I said, I said, dang, I thought Nick Cannon was having all these kids with one woman after Mariah. I didn't know it was kids after Mariah. To be honest with you, you didn't? No. <laughs> Serious? I did not know. Oh man, I didn't. Yeah, I, I knew it was different kids, but I thought I thought he had got married. From what I what, what I've come to learn though is that every woman Nick Cannon has been with and he have children with, they have a great relationship. That's what I heard too. They have a great relationship and he take care of all his kids. See, you can't really be mad at a man who have all those kids with different women and they're actually taking care of them. What do you say to the people who... I haven't heard this, Yeah. but what if there's somebody who says he's, I don't know, breaking up the black family or not being a good example for black fathers, because he's basically saying you can make babies, but you don't have to be there or something like that. Like I said, I, I haven't heard that. This is just. But I, I know what you're saying. You're just, you're just throwing it out there and basically saying like, what if what if this comes up? But the thing is, though, how can you really truly say that if he actually in his kids' lives, though? Like I understand he might not be up under the same roof, but they know who daddy is, and he's actually taking care of them financially and everything. Like. You have some guy, some men out here who who do, who do that and don't even see their kids, and that's why they might not even see them at birth. And then it's thirty, then their kids thirty five, thirty six years old, 
still don't know who daddy is really. You know what I mean? They know of daddy, but don't know daddy. But you actually got a black man out here. Yeah, he got a different woman. Yeah, she's pregnant and finna have his seed. But he's taking care of them. It's different when you got a struggling, you know, single black mother that's out there and, you know, no help from coming from nowhere. But you actually got this black man who actually saying, I'm going to be there for everything. If they sick, let me know I'm coming. You know, if this, this, this going on, I'm going to be there. I mean, I understand what you're saying. that It does look bad because, you know, everybody have a picture of, you know, like I said earlier, the Cosby Show picture. Everybody wants that. But is it a bad thing that you actually got a black father out there that actually loved being a father and taking care of his kids and actually being there for him? Even though he ain't under the same roof now, but he's taking care of them though. Isn't that a good thing? Objectively, yeah, it is. So how do you feel about it? From your perspective, your opinion. It's it's not my thing. Right. I mean, he's taking care of them. Mm-hmm. And that's great. If they, if they if they know who Daddy is, mm-hmm. and if he if they can call him, and he'll be there within an acceptable time, mm-hmm. I mean that's fine. Uh, and I'm not saying this to look down on him, right, right. but to me, I've never looked at myself without being I've never looked at myself as being a father and not a husband, right? To the to to the mother, you know what right, I'm saying? Right, 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 right. I understand. So that's just my perspective, right? And again, that's. His what he's doing is just the way I never considered because mm-hmm. to, to me that wasn't an option for me. Right. Um, Could that option be because of what you've seen? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Like yeah. I said, I I've been blessed enough to have both my parents together right. my entire life. Right. right. So that's all I know. Right. And you know, blended families is a new thing to me. Mm-hmm. My niece is part of my niece. Yeah, my niece is part of a blended family. Right. Family. Right. And. My brother-in-law, as he's pretty much taking her as his own. Right. So you know, all great. But um, yeah, it's nothing negative against Nick Cannon. Mm-hmm. You know, he's in some way he's um. It, it's it's a positive it's a positive role model in some way. Not everybody's way. That's true. But he could be much. It could be much worse. That's true. You know, but, he could be on Maury. Of course. Yeah, that could be. That could be ten But let me ask you a question. Would you look at it different if all six of them was in his house with him? If all of them was under one roof, together, raising their kids with Nick Cannon. All of them? Like all the women? All the women and their kids. Oh, that's a whole other thing. I thought you were talking about like one woman and no. all. Oh. All, the, all the women and their kids. Oh, that's never been an option for me either. No. I know it never been an option <laughs> for you. But what I'm saying is, uh, how would you look at them then? I don't know. Because again, that's still not the picture that I that I had in my mind that I grew up with. Because it's not one person. And, 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 and this I, may be messed told, up for me no, to no, say. No, 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 no. I totally agree with you because from the standard of being a true Christian and giving the oath to God, a man and a woman, to be together, me and you forever. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? I understand completely. But what I'm saying is, you're you're basically saying that. The women are basically raising the kids by seven. He's not the father that's up under that roof. 
And I don't want to say they're raising them by themselves because, like I said, he's taking care of them. That's saying if he's taking care of them and not just financially, if he sees them on a regular mm-hmm. and is involved, I don't consider her raising them on their own. Right, right, right. On right. her own. But what I'm saying is, you still don't like it because he's still not up under the roof. I'm hesitant to even use the term "I don't like it." Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because I don't not like it. I'm not looking at Nick Cannon saying he's taking care of them, but man, they really need to be under the same roof as him. Because I don't feel that way. Right, 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 right. You know okay, what I'm saying? Okay, okay. So that's what I'm saying. I don't know how I feel about it. Okay. To me, that's that's, that's more of a headache. All them women. Of course. <laughs> that, would be, that would be a headache. Because at, at that point, the kids aren't the focus anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, could could be. Could be. Because, like, what if they don't like each other? But that's the whole thing. Like, from from my understanding, they all have a great, great relationship. Every woman know about each other. Every last one of them. So... With the narr- I'm, I'm basically asking, with the narrative change, if you've seen Nick Cannon up under one roof with six women and all six is taking care of the kids together with him, would you still look at that as a su- successful family? When kids are involved, mm-hmm. as long as everything that's happening is in their best interest, mm-hmm. that's a successful family. And I agree. I agree. Because I've even seen those uh, social media pictures. It's like, you know, you got the two parents, mm-hmm. the co-parents, his partner, her partner, right. taking pictures with the kids. Like, we all one big happy family. Like, oh, <laughs> all right, cool. I mean, cool. Not, not how I did it. Not how I want to do it if I have no choice. But if it works for y'all, great. Fine me. That's just something new to me, you know what right, I'm saying? Right, I right. just didn't. Most people I grew up with either had both parents together mm-hmm. or a single parent. Right. I didn't, really, I didn't really know anybody with a blended family until my adult life. Right, right. I understand what you're saying. But you know, that's that, that's that's the thing, because even nowadays, right now, you got a lot of women out here. I understand where you're coming from. You got a lot of single mothers, and any man that comes along and want to take along the woman and the child, and solely say like, "I'm going to love this child like it's mine." Yep. Period. My brother-in-law. Shout out to him. My brother-in-law. I, I I appreciate a brother like that because, like I said, the absentee of a father being in the household. It sucks. Like, when it comes to the Nick Cannon situation, if he's actually being there and and playing his position and playing his role, I can never look at it as a bad thing. Do I wish he would be married? And and showing how a strong black man and a woman would be together, you know, being married and being successful and having all these babies? Of course. Who wouldn't? But then at the end of the day, just being a black man that is strong and taking care of his business, period. That's a lot. Yeah. You know? That's a lot. I think I heard this saying in politics, and it kind of applies to that. Don't let perfect get in the way of progress or good. Truth. Don't let perfect get in the way of good. Truth. Truth. Because ain't nobody perfect. And ain't no situation going to ever be perfect. So I agree. This is going to have to be two episodes. Yes, it will. <laughs> yes, it will. But this has been great. Yes, it has. This has been great. Yes, it has. Hey, folks. I can honestly say this was a two-hour episode of us just going and basically releasing, inventing a lot of things that we didn't held in for the last month and a half, close to two months. But it was something that was needed. 
and I hope you I hope you love the experience as much as we have. And yeah, you're probably gonna say, oh, they was all over the place on this one. But sometimes anything and everything that went on these last two months is gonna pop up and it's gonna come out. And I hope you enjoy it because I enjoyed every single moment with my brother. I missed you, man. Missed you too, DJ. I really have. And it's good to have my brother back. And the other one, he gonna come along. Yeah, he'll be a big gateway. He'll come along. Yeah, we'll come along. Yeah. But at the end of the day, <laughs> but at the end of the day, the show must go on. Like us on all the platforms, blah, 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 Facebook, Instagram. I'm not <laughs> saying that anymore. Y'all know it. Uh Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts, Opinionated Brothers. As I said before, I'm a I'm a big music guy. Yeah. Uh Found a couple of songs that I, that I really like. I think I'm gonna start putting them I at love the end it. of these shows. So I love it. This song's called uh, "It's All Because of You." Artist Victor Lundberg. Look it up on your music platform of choice. Peanut Nation, we love you guys. Love See you it. next time. Peace. I'm not sure I understand it, but everything seems brighter now than before. Mm. I don't know why I feel this way, but every time I hear your name, all my worries disappear. Yeah, it's all because of. I don't know it.